There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And tonight we'll be discussing episode two of season two of Krypton. Okay, so I'm going to say this like I was not expecting and and I know I probably said this last episode, Seg with a beard and looking kind of like grown up now. Yeah, (laughs) He's got such a baby face, so it's kind of funny. And then just the way this whole episode played out with Lobo, too. It was just kind of funny. But before we get into all that, Steve has ratings news. All right. Episode two brought in a 0.11 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.430 million viewers, making it the 60th rated cable show for the day. Unfortunately, the live plus sevens haven't shown up yet. Well, <laughs> we haven't seen those for several things for a while, so yeah. I'm not, not surprised with anything anymore. No, they're pushing... Being a month behind again. Well, at least they're getting them out where we had that huge hiatus for a while. Yeah. All right. Episode two, Ghost in the Fire. Adam Strange and Seg evade a bounty hunter? I think not. (laughs) (laughs) While General Zod uses Nyssa to further his cause. Oh, well. Ragging, ragging, (laughs) ragging. Yeah, we'll, we'll say that's what it is. All right. I'm a little ticked off with that, but again, something we'll get into, so I'll let you jump on in first. All right, out in the Outlands, we get a split-second appearance of Doomsday when he takes down two unprepared skimmers with his bare hands. Yeah, that's great. We just kill everybody off. It's totally fine. I mean, granted, we don't know these people. No, we don't. So, they were probably Pilot 1 and Pilot 2, but still, you have... This creature that Zod was like, yeah, let's open this, running amok and taking out your people. This is not good. Right. And of course, Lyda thinks that it was partly their fault. They've been deploying untrained and ex-rankless Sagittari out on these doomsday search missions and against the rebellion. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Partly your fault? (laughs) I'd say all your fault. Yeah. Yeah, because... Who did you pick? You picked him, Mr. Let's Let Doomsday Loose, yeah. over everybody else. So, yeah, okay. Not feeling sorry for you right this minute, Lyda. And she promises to train them. However, Druzad only allows her to do so as long as she stays in Kandor. And Which go, makes me feel like, what's up? Yeah, that's something definitely is up here. Head scratcher. Yeah, now is he trying to protect his mom so he continues to exist, or is there something else going on here? I'm going with door number two. Yeah, I think so. 
But there's Gosh. more than one character out in the Outlands. There is. And it was like, what? Yeah. Jaina Zod is alive. And wait a second. Who is with Jaina? Her brother? Question mark? Right? And I'm like, wait, what? What? Yeah. What happened? Yeah. That's not the backstory I remember. <laughs> right? But, I mean, she left him there. So no. she doesn't know what happened to him. No, she doesn't. And they seem to be surviving quite well on their own. The one. Right. They didn't have, like, breathers or anything? No. Or whatever they called them in this one. Warm campfire, and they're reminiscing about the Kryptonian creation story. You just go, wow, if I was him, I might be a little more upset with her <laughs> than, <laughs> well, than cozying up to know. a campfire and telling old uh, stories here. Right. Maybe he's like, oh, let's get her well, and then we'll fight, because yeah. that's how, that's the way of the Zod. I don't know, but it, it was weird. And that story was really interesting, though. Right. Ral asked Volk with the creation and Flamebird with the destruction. And they chased each other in a cycle, with Volk's creations getting better and better until he finally created Krypton as they know it. Which makes me wonder if this is something in the, like, Superman mythology along the way. Because, like, I, like I said, I never read the comics, so... I don't know if it's no something idea. that was in there or the writers are just like, let's do something totally new, which would be interesting because I really thought it was a kind of a cool story that they put in there. Right. Yeah. I don't know either. So if you know, shoot us Let an us email know. at fangirlzone.com. Of course, meanwhile, Seg and Adam wake up in Lobo's campsite. <laughs> yeah. They got away. Okay. Yeah. They're evading uh, him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Kind of hard to evade anybody when you're chained to a tree. Thank you. <laughs> now, of course, one of the first things that Lobo does is throw Adam's Zeta Beam into the stream beside the campsite. He's like, what is this? And I don't care. What? What? Eh, Lobo may not be you? the brightest Crazy. bounty hunters that's ever existed. Jeez. Oh, I'm going to have to like pull some of the Lobo comics and... And read his creation, or at least his backstory, why he's so, like, batshit crazy. Yeah. And, of <laughs> course, he gets butt hurt when neither Adam or Sag has ever heard of him. It was kind of funny. It but was then, hilarious. <laughs> but, but, what do you mean? But then Adam kind of knew who he was. He knew something about him. Right. When he just kind of, like, it was after he came up with, like, finally, like, another name. Because what was it? I don't even remember how many names he had to say before Adam's like, oh, yeah, that crazy person. And then, and I know we're going to get to it, but the the threats that Lobo throws out, really? Yeah. You have some weird ways of getting somebody to talk because it doesn't make any sense. No. <laughs> this isn't Nazi torture here. Oh my gosh, when he's like, I'm going to cut off his head and crap in it and then... Pull out your guts. It's like, what? What are you trying to get? Right. All you're trying to do is kill him so you don't get anything. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> but we do find out that Lobo's also looking for Brainiac. And of course, Seg offers to take him to the body of the following alien in exchange for their freedom. Great. Yeah, we'll see about that. Right? I'm not sure which one I trust more. 
right? Of course, we see Zod sends Nyssa up to Wegthor to be his double agent. Now, unlike season one Nyssa, this one seems to still have the same resolution, but less of the cunning, maybe. I don't know. It, it Once Zod got Corvax, Nyssa just kind of... Broke down? Well, it was... It, it's impossible to figure out what she's actually doing. You know, is she still gung-ho with Revolution, or is she playing double agent? And she's always had her own agenda. And at least last season, you kind of could could see it. This time, I'm not so sure. I don't know. I felt like, like, you can just tell she was, like, deflated. Right. She wasn't herself. And then even when we see her being like the double agent yeah it doesn't feel like you know she's even trying no like uh, for anything so yeah i don't know it was weird definitely of course val and jacks greet her warmly and they comfort her over her father's untimely death though of course as soon as she admits that zod sent her they immediately become suspicious and who wouldn't right now of course to try to convince them that she's Still on their side, she gives them information about Zod's next move in the next solar flare. Jax goes and confirms the information, but still keeps Nyssa under heavy guard. And of course, later on, when she's finally left alone for a minute, Lyda contacts Zod. And we find out what Zod is really after is the Codex. And this, I'm sorry, not another reason... See, another reason I'm like, why are you so hell-bent on getting the Codex? Right. What is in there? Or I is it just, you know, the generalization because of the people? No, I think this is part of his terraforming plan to create multiple Krypton-like planets. Oh. I think he needs the Codex for that. Gotcha. Or to start cloning his own pe- people. You know, he could do that, oh, too. Oh, oh. Yeah, that's right. Either way. He may be able to use that for either one of those diabolical plans. I didn't even think about that, to be honest. Like, because that's so far in the back of my mind, because that's not, not something like they've mentioned previous to this show. Right. Like, I'm not even thinking, oh, well, he's trying to even, you know, clone himself. Right. He might be. That way he could live forever and ever and ever. Uh, boy, that would suck for all of us. Yes, it would. Of course, we cut back to Lyda and her training the unexperienced Sagittari. Boy, were they. <laughs> you can yeah. tell they were not brought up Sagittari. No, 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 no. Of course, being the new Primus, she's as brutal as her mother. And you kind of. Did go, you think so? Because I kind of feel like she's really walking that sword's edge between Lyda and crazy oh absolutely and she was out there and this is something we've never seen from Lyda before so her son had to do something to her yeah i I, or whoever he is right yeah because i'm really questioning (laughs) yes absolutely now of course one of the cadets catches her eye for a moment and her vision betrays her as she sees sag which took me a second i'm like wait what Yeah. (laughs) What's happening? Exactly. Now, of course, this distracts her for a minute in her duel, but the cadet only manages to land one hit on her, and Lyda 
still manages to win and make him beg for mercy. So we shall see. Now, as Sagan Adam lead Lobo to Brainiac's remains, the maniac blathers their ears off. <laughs> oh my god, he's just going on about anything. Yeah, I guess being a bounty hunter is a very lonely occupation, so you end up talking to yourself a whole lot, because I don't think his mouth closed once on that whole trip. <laughs> Now, apparently, his grudge against Brainiac is personal since the alien bottled up his home. But when they get to the scene of the crime... you know what? He's doing that to everybody. Well, yeah. You aren't the only one, bucko. (laughs) Get used to it. Get over it. Lobo pulls out his sensor and scans what appears to be Brainiac's body. But guess what? There isn't any Brainiac inside there. Right. And I'm like, wait, what? I was kind of like... Oh, crap. Yeah. So this is, like, really happening. Yeah. And Lobo gears up to tear the two men down for breaking the deal, but Seg manages to deflect the oncoming hook with his mind. You go, oh, no. Don't tell me. Right? I'm like, we are super screwed. Yeah. Lobo loses grip of the sensor and it lands at Seg's feet, beeping madly. Can't help it. And Adam the whole time, like, what, what did you do? Yeah. <laughs> Adam looked so, so confused, and I'm like, oh, good. So, Adam is everybody watching right now. Right. Absolutely. Thank you. (laughs) And Lobo begins an assault immediately, but Seg holds his own, which we've never seen him be able to do before, and also seems to have telekinetic powers. He even speaks to Adam through his mind, and... He's got some mad fighting skills, so, hmm, yeah, Brainiac must be in there, all right. I was just still kind of like, I don't understand what happened, but at least they're showing how Seg and Adam don't understand it either, so I don't feel so bad. Right, right, absolutely. They don't know what's going on. Seg's just kind of going with the flow, but doesn't know why or how. Right. Yeah, Adam's just shocked because he's never seen this. But uh, unfortunately, Lobo's brute strength is uh, on par with Seg's enhanced strength, and Psychopath manages to pin him down. But luckily, Adam has grabbed the blaster and blasts a hole through the enemy's midsection. Which was huge. Yeah, this was not a tiny bullet hole. This was three-fourths of the interior. But as he's laying there on the ground... His stomach starts to regrow. And yeah, Adam's like, oh, yeah, that's the thing. What? Yeah. Maybe you mentioned this. Maybe. You can't kill him. He grows back. And according to SAG, they have only 3.14 minutes to get away. A little pie reference there. (laughs) (laughs) And very, very exact. It's like, oh, okay, maybe we need to move. Yeah. As they're still looking at each other like, what the hell just happened? Right? You know, they want to figure, they want to talk about it. No, you better freaking run. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about this later. Get moving. We go back to uh, Lida and the Sagittari training. And uh, Lida asked the cadet she fought with to stick around. Oh, sure. that That's going to end well. Yeah. And she allows herself to open up to him a little. And this idiot says, oh, hey. 
I might get some. So he just jumps right in there, caresses her face, and goes in for a kiss. <laughs> and Right. How did it go from, she almost broke your arm, to, hey. Yeah. Where, where did you get that? Is this some weird shit that goes down on Krypton? Uh, Is this how you guys flirt? Yeah. <laughs> I guess the rankless, any little sign is, hey, I'm I'm going for it. But she recoils, saying, you're not him, and then just brutally rains down a series of punches all on his face. Yeah. That, go, looks, that looks like, cuckoo, okay, cuckoo. I hope you don't think this is foreplay anymore. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Of course, later on, Sun Zod wants an explanation, and Lyda admits that her grief has gotten the best of her. Oh, really? Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, are you mentioning, like, oh, I thought he was your father, and so I decided to beat the shit out of him. Right. This, this seems like it's getting a little weird. And as they're standing there looking out over Krypton, Sun Zod's trying to say, look what we're building, and she tells him, I only see what I lost. Yeah, so, she just seems like she's about to lose it. Yeah. So, of course, he's going to play the baby card and brings Corvex in and allows Lyda to cradle him and tells her that Seg's legacy lives in him and Kor. Yeah, I don't think so. Kor still has a chance. I don't think your legacy has anything near Seg in it. Right? Uh, Tells Lita if she wants to help honor it, she should do so by raising the future. Yeah, and she's like, oh, okay, baby. What? Yeah. <laughs> what, what did you do to her? Because things are really not right. She's beat no. the crap out of somebody, almost killed the guy, and now she's like, oh, let me hold the baby. Uh, maybe no? Yeah. <laughs> what are the odds of she uh going cuckoo on the baby and the baby won't live? Right? Things are too out there right now. Yes, absolutely. Now, back out in the Outlands, Jane and her brother continue the journey until they reach a chain of establishments nestled in the snow. And Jaina declares that she must continue the journey from that point on and says goodbye. And then we see. see yeah. It's like, oh, oh, okay. Well, maybe uh, Lida's got some of that from her mama. <laughs> well... And then I'm thinking, you know what? I guess you do what you need to do to survive in that kind of situation. Absolutely. Kind of like when we've seen in, oh my God, the Tom Hanks movie that I'm blanking on the name, where he has um, oh, Wilson, Castaway. the volleyball. Castaway, yeah, thank Castaway. you. I'm like, Outlander? No, that's not right. <laughs> yeah. So he needed a kind of person to talk to. Right. So if that's what Jaina needed to get through that, and... Basically, she was, like, putting her guilt out there, too. Yeah. So, it, it worked for her, because she survived. Yes, she did. But, yeah, it was really um, a bittersweet scene when with Jaina standing there alone in the snow, and behind her were only one set of footprints, and you just kind of go, oh, man. But, like I said, she did. She put it in her head exactly what she needed to do to get through it. Right. And it helped. Yep. She survived being shot and out in that. So, hell yes, you go, girl. And she enters the tavern, and one of the men recognizes her. But it doesn't take much. 
one little uh, punch and uh, the guy goes down and she gets her peace and quiet for a split second because unfortunately a group of Sagittarii enters the tavern just a few minutes later looking for her or at least it seems that they are. Right. Oh my God. That bartender. Really? Yeah. How stupid are you? Pretty damn dumb. Yeah, I'm just saying. Because when he just keeps doing like the head nod, it's like, dude, really? She just like beat your ass and you want to go again? Yeah. (laughs) And of course, as the battle ensues, just before the last bunch could fire his blaster at her, a hooded figure comes to Jaina's rescue. You go, really? (laughs) I'm like, is her brother really alive? Yeah. That's, no. of course, what I'm suddenly thinking. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. But no, Devim. Huh? I, okay, I don't think I still pick my job off the floor, because I'm like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Did, wait, but you were dead. Wait, I don't know what just happened. Yeah. Like, after I seen this, I'm, like, trying to figure out the last episode we seen him in last season. And I was going to go back and watch because I'm so confused, which I did not end up going back. But I was like, he was dead, right? Like his head was blown off or part of it. That's what I remember. I'm so confused. Hopefully they're going to explain that more. Yeah. I always say that with all these shows. I'm like, hopefully they'll explain. And they never explain. Never do. Yeah. Now, maybe it was just his arm because it seemed like he had a mechanical arm. I don't know. I don't know anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So we go back to. Seg and Adam, who are making their way back to Lobo's camp to retrieve the Zeta Beam, Seg informs him that, well, I've only got about two and a half hours before uh, Brainiac takes over the driver's seat. Yeah. Oh, I'm really? Like, yeah. Well, he said the exact amount of time. It's like, well, what? Yeah. You're sounding like Brainiac, Seg. This is scary. And fortunately, Adam finds the Zeta Beam. And is ready to use it, but Seg stops him from taking them home because Brainiac is still inside him. And he couldn't take him to Krypton with them, so he proposes getting Brainiac out first. It's like, okay, that sounds super easy. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> sure, Adam, this will yeah, do it. Yeah, Adam mm-hmm. will figure it out. Uh-huh, yeah. And tells him if nothing works... Make sure you kill me. Uh, excuse me? Yeah. Like, that's something Adam's ever going to be able to do. You could go full-on Brainiac, and I still don't know if Adam would be able to put you down. Right. Adam would be scared shitless, basically, because he's like, "Uh, (laughs) I guess there's no going back now. Yeah. And, of course, as he says that, we see Seg's eyes melt into the pitch black darkness that is brainiac right i don't think it's been two and a half hours no <laughs> so i think we're in trouble yeah or it's just a temporary takeover we'll see how well he can hold off yeah this is not looking good for seg no how do you beat a level 12 intellect <laughs> <laughs> that's now inside your head well i'm guessing we're gonna find out would certainly hope so. I, I, this would end the series real quick. Right? Like I don't feel off. like this is the best way to go for the series. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess we'll find out soon enough. Oh, my gosh. Well, 
What do you guys think? Let us know by shooting us an email at contact us at fangirlzone.com or sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com or Sean or Steve at fangirlzone.com. There's so many ways. Just email us. Just go ahead and send it like your thoughts to us about this. And while you're at it, you can rate and review us on iTunes and any other platform you find us on because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends about this show. And of course, we hope you're enjoying the podcast. Don't forget to check out the website, www.fangirlzone.com. We are quickly approaching major cons and we're going to be there. We're going to be taking pictures and posting stuff up. So you check them all out. I have not heard if Krypton yet is going to be in San Diego, but if they are, we will make sure we get some pictures somehow, some way. Yes. Well, we'll beg, borrow, and steal whatever we have to get those pictures to you guys. All right. So for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean Fangirless. And I'm Steve. Wakey, wakey, hands off, snakey. And until next time.